Sarah and George Joy Property Podcast. Hi, I'm George Joy. And I'm Sarah Choi. Hello, we're back. We're back. After Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Sorry we, we didn't see you for a little while, but yeah. we've um, we've been off and the kids have been off and it's although we've been working, it's been quite difficult to do this kind of stuff. But here we are, they're back yes. at school today. <laughs> so we're back in the office. Um, so we've been off for holiday, but what have we been doing, George? Well, um, so we've been taking the audio from uh, from these video logs and we put the first one onto iTunes and Spotify. Um, mm. So it's there, you can find it. And we've now one, got a podcast. We have, we now have Exciting. a podcast. Um, we're going to interview, interview a lot more people. And uh, so you'll be able to listen to this if you want instead of watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, the audiobook, so the audiobook of Retire Now, I had so many requests for an audio version. Mm-hmm. Um, due to people that just, just don't get on with printed books and they just have to consume um, everything by, by the ear. So we recorded it, we've uploaded it, mm-hmm. but it's now being reviewed. Yeah. So we have to wait wait and see what, when that comes back. Mm-hmm. And that could take a couple of weeks before yeah, it's we'll, live. we'll see. Um, Once we may have to make some changes, who knows. Yeah. Um, so we'll let you know. We'll let you know as soon as it's ready. So what else have we been up to over the holidays? Well, apart from looking after the children, uh, obviously in the whole Christmas thing, which we do, um, I've been reading. You've been reading a bit, but I've been mm. making him do the audiobooks. He's read less than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've read about 10 books, actually, uh, which is a real luxury for me. So I really enjoy reading. So I've read quite a few from the library. I've read a couple that we had previously. So re-read Profit First, re-read some spirituality books. be great fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been lovely to have sort of a time to really kind of chill out and and do that yeah so and you know just 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 to say that the average ceo reads one book a week so 52 mm. so i smashed that last week so then. yeah if you want to become an expert you've got to read at least one book a week yeah um and we generally read i'd say a minimum of one to two books a week minimum yeah sarah reads a lot more i read yeah george, george does other stuff so I, I tend to read more around yeah. other things but um i then kind of summarize for you don't i and kind of yeah. let you know which ones are worth reading which ones aren't so that's exactly i provide exactly. you a service okay so we asked some questions didn't we we wanted to get some feedback as to what people actually wanted us to talk about mm. um and you've picked one you yep. picked a complicated yep. one yep. and just to say if we didn't pick your one today don't worry we will, we will be uh, coming back to those, mm. those other suggestions. Yeah, but this one's an interesting one. It's, it's the age-old question, the one that everybody asks. And it's the question that we had a lot when we first started as well. It's, what is Opco Popco? Um, and if you're a touchstone, I'm sure you've heard Paul talk about this to, to an extent, but it's a little bit difficult to get your head around. So mm. we thought we'd give you some examples. Yeah. Um, and that way we can, um, you know, try and make it really simple and that way you also know what kind of agreements are because that, that's the one thing that we had. Um, we understood kind of the principle of Opco Propco, but we didn't understand what kind of documentation you needed. Um, so we'll give you examples of those as well. Not actual physical examples, um, <laughs> but we'll tell you what they are at least so you know where you need to go and find them. Okay, uh, so this is for Dion Condor Farrell. So Opco Propco example number one. Mm. So. You could be an owner-occupier. So, owner-occupier. So, let's say you buy a building. This is my nice commercial building. <laughs> yeah, I've, got loads, I've got loads of windows. I'm the artist of this one. So this, this is George's Check out attempt. my drawing. Awesome. Yeah, woohoo. So, you buy this. Uh, this is gonna be your op, your prop go. If you don't know, prop prop is property. Property company, sorry, property company. So this is going to be your property company. And because it's a commercial building, you you ideally want to buy this 
in an LLP, okay? And that's so that you can claim capital allowances, which is tax-free income. Mm -hmm. So that's your, that's your first company there. And then let's say you have another business. And this sells widgets. Now this could be any company, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. So let's say you've got some kind of business right now. Um, you, you, you make, what could you make? I don't know, you can make lint rollers. Lint rollers, yes, yes. we know someone that does that. Very yeah. successful, earns millions. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it could be a factory, it could be, if, if you're a, an office space building like we are, yeah. you could buy an office. So you mm. need office space, so you know, yeah. that could be an office. Um, could be a marketing, a, a marketing company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it, you know, the possibilities are endless, you know. So whatever, whatever you do, a design company, an architect. If you need a desk. An accountant, mm. um, whatever you like. Um, so, uh, and it doesn't have to be office-based, but we're giving an office example here. So you've got a company here. And I'm just going to say that you've made it an LTD company, but it doesn't have to be. It could be either. Um, I'm going to say it's a limited company. So this is your OPCO. Operations company. Operations company. Okay. So what's going to happen here is you're going to you're going to buy you're going to buy this buy this building, and it's going to issue a lease. So a commercial lease to this company over here. Okay. Hmm. Um, to and, to rent the building. And this will, and this person here will be the tenant. So, so it's pretty simple. simple. And again, um, this lease you'd be getting from your commercial solicitor. Yes. That you, that would be worked out between, um, you know, I guess if it was just you, it would be worked out with your solicitor. Um, so you, we can't give you a copy of that. That would be, you know. Yeah. Seek professional advice. Go to solicitor. Don't try and make this up yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you might, you might give yourself a 10-year lease, for example. Mm -hmm. For example. So this company here, which you happen to own, and this company here, which you happen to own, this company signs a lease for 10 years with this company over here. Mm. So there you go, you've got your but Propco and your Opco. The interesting thing about this, of course, is assuming your Opco has a trading history, which obviously if you had two years trading, that'd be yeah. great. You now are a good company for renting something. So you can actually use that to get a mortgage. And if you buy well, you can get a mortgage, which means that you don't have to put any money in. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a really interesting way of buying something no money down. Obviously, the better your company is, the better your trading history is, the more profit you make, the better lease you can write, and the more likely you'll be able to do it without putting any money in it. But this is a really interesting way of writing a lease and making money effectively. Yeah. So just to say, the amount of money you pay um, at, for, the, for this lease per year has to be reasonable market rent. Yeah, you can't write a silly lease for like 10p yes. a month or something. Yeah, so you can't do that and you can't do it the other way around and say, oh, I'll pay a couple of hundred grand per year for that yeah. in order to make make this this um, uh, more, profitable. more profitable. But obviously there's a reasonable range. Mm. So you can push it to one end or the other of the range as to whichever is advantageous for you, but it can't be a silly number. Yeah, so you just speak to a commercial agent basically. Yeah. And they would give you a good idea of what is the market rate for that building and if that is paying a market rate, then no problem. Yeah. Okay, good. That's example one. Example one. So example two is an SA management company. So some of you will be interested in this one. So you've got a house. Could be a flat. See what my house looks like. It's not as good as my pictures. That's good. Anyway, so it's a house. 
Um, now you might own this privately. If you, we've got one like this, so you've owned it for a while. Um, you may own it in a limited company, particularly if you bought it recently. You could even have it in an LLP, but this is your Propco. Okay, so say you want to run it as SA um, and you want to um, become an SA management company, which quite a few people do. So we've got SA company, there you go. So this is you. Now that's likely to be an LTD. So fairly simply, you just write yourself a management agreement between your house and yourself as an SA management company. Um, so the documentation between those two is a management agreement. It's pretty simple. You can move some of the profit from your um, from your property, your Propco, into the LTD, which gives you quite a tax efficient way of doing it. And that, you know, typically an SA management company, depending on where, where you're operating, they charge anywhere between sort of 12 to 20% plus fat. Yeah, so if you're making quite a lot of pro profit here, it's quite a good way to move it over here and then you can uh, use a different tax situation, can't you, to uh, reduce your tax liability. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, it should be reasonable. So you don't mm -hmm. want to be charging 50% or anything like that. No, no. <laughs> but, um, you know, obviously you can do that with lots of houses. And other people's houses. Yes, yeah, so they could be yours or they could be other people's houses. But obviously once you've got the systems up and running, it makes sense to do more than one. Mm. Okay, so scenario three, a commercial management company. Mm. So let's see this again. So we're going to have one of my beautiful offices again. Well, why don't you do a, a shop and up so it looks different? <laughs> okay. So we've got a nice retail store here. <laughs> I've challenged him now. Look at that. Beautiful. How'd you thought? get in? There's no Have door. Have sign. What are you talking about? There's my door. Okay. Look at that. <laughs> Jump into the door. And then, and then we've just got a load of offices up here. Yeah. All right. So we've got... There we go. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going for resi upstairs. This is going to be offices. And this is a retail. Okay. So you've bought this building. So this is your, in your Propco. Probably an LLP. Yeah, probably an LLP for capital allowances, as we, as we did in scenario one. Um, then over here, we're going to have a management company. So commercial management company. And this is your operation company. Which is probably an LTD. Probably, but you know, this, it doesn't really matter. So, okay. And what that does is this company here manages lots of buildings. So there are lots of other buildings. But it doesn't have to. It could just do one. It could do one, yeah. but obviously you want to own more than one building, right? Yeah. Don't stop but at you one. You can start with one. <laughs> so it's managing all these. And then what it does is it finds tenants. So this company over here will find tenants. So, let, and these tenants, let's say they're gonna sign a five-year lease. Uh, down here, let's have another tenant, another five years, another tenant, five years. So these are all other companies which you don't own at all, or don't necessarily own, and they're going to lease space in the building for a certain amount of time. So this one's going to lease here and so on. So here we have a property company, lots of properties. And here we have an 
operations company and this company here charges let's say 10% plus VAT. Yeah and they would have a management agreement. Company. That's correct. Yeah. So they, this company and this company would have a management agreement. Mm. And there'd be a management agreement between Four every yeah. every building that they're going to manage. Just like a, a kind of a letting agency. But yeah. one, one thing to say as well is it can find you the tenants but if you want to be more hands-off like we are you could have a commercial surveyor find you the tenant and then you just manage it mm -hmm. um, and then you just charge yourself the 10% plus VAT kind of ongoing once the tenant's in there yeah. um, which is completely possible as well. Yeah. And just to say that each of these companies that are leasing space in these buildings they're, they're obviously filling out their, their tenants and they're, they're doing a commercial lease. So this company here is, is, has got a commercial lease with the owner of this building and then this company is the commercial management company who's then charging commission to the owner of the property. I think we're getting a bit complicated now. <laughs> so hopefully, hope, hopefully, hopefully you're bearing with me there. So Go back and watch it again. So watch number one and then hopefully that will make sense. So this is mm. a slight expansion on point mm. number one. Yeah. So hopefully... That is Opco Propco. That hopefully that clears things up on Opco Propco. Mm -hmm. But, you know, ask me some questions if not. Thanks for listening. Please remember to click the subscribe button. See you next week. Bye. Bye.